Today on We Hear, the Harvey Weinstein trial hasn't even started yet, and we're already hearing shocking details. Gwyneth Paltrow has a new Netflix series full of exorcisms, orgasms, and psychics. And Timothy Chalamet's latest movie role is electric, but is his love life? Coming up next on We Hear. Oh my god. We're on page six? No. Oh. No. Yeah. Another divorce splashed across page six. Page six would have a field day. Hey there, I'm Maggie Coglin. And I'm Ian Moore, and welcome to We Hear, a Page Six podcast. We hear all the celebrity dirt from our exclusive sources, and you hear the story behind the story. Ian, what's up? Hey, Maggie. Well, here's a story behind the story that you might not have heard. You're familiar with the movie Cats. Unfortunately, yes. Right. So Cats has been an absolute critical and box office disaster. Taylor Swift had to show up to the Golden Globes, and there you go. But sources close to the project are now hoping that Cats could have a sort of a ninth life. They're kind of hoping that the movie could be the next Rocky Horror Picture Show, that it could become like a cult classic that's so bad but has just a devoted following of Cats fans. What would you call them? Kittens? I don't know. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> so basically, the um, it seems like it is actually happening. I mean, I don't know. The movie's only made like $40 million and it cost $100 million. So I don't know that these, you know, it'll make back its money if it becomes a cult midnight movie in like, you know, 100 years. But still, out in Oakland, there are reports that an audience showed up to the movie decked out in cat's paraphernalia chanting cats 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 (laughs) as the film began one woman was wearing a t-shirt that said i just effing love cats okay and you might remember that the rocky horror picture show was originally released in 1975 or you might know that maggie you wouldn't remember it being so young but it bombed in its release and then became the ultimate midnight cult movie so maybe cats could make some sort of meager comeback but basically i guess we're gonna have to go check this out and wear our cat's outfits. I'm bizarrely, I had never thought of this, but I'm kind of excited. Are you? I'm a dog person to the death and I've never been happier. I've got cat scratch fever. (laughs) All right, let's get into our first story. The Harvey Weinstein trial is underway. We are in the stages of jury selection and there are already so many reports coming out of the courtroom. Totally, Maggie. There was a pretrial hearing in New York. But while New York prosecutors have said that they have potentially embarrassing photos of Harvey Weinstein, they haven't said why they'd potentially be embarrassing. Sources have told The Post that they are naked photos. And they want to show six or seven of the photos to the jury because they feel that the photos will of him naked will corroborate the testimony of his accusers at the trial. So they're saying they don't want to embarrass him intentionally and that they're going to do this in kind of a discreet way where only the jury will see these photos and they won't leak. Of course, his defense team is totally against this and don't want the photos to be seen. Another bombshell, though, didn't happen in New York. It happened out in L.A. Out in L.A., Harvey Weinstein has been charged with rape and sexual assault charges stemming from two separate incidents that took place within days of each other in 2013. Court documents reveal that he even allegedly threatened one of the women's lives if she'd ever disclosed the attack. Of course, Weinstein has categorically denied having non-consensual sex with any of the women. And if you look at the photos coming out of court, you see 
Harvey Weinstein using a walker, crowds of people shouting the word rapist at him. Yeah, including Patricia Arquette, right? Yeah, and Rose McGowan has been outside in New York with a group of people protesting. I think that this is a trial that's going to go on for a long time and we have a long road ahead of us. Yeah, I mean, it's something out of like a Tom Wolfe novel. Yes. Um, The L.A. charges are also pretty shocking. Basically, two women have accused Harvey Weinstein of raping them and the incidents come sorry the incidents came days before the 2013 Oscars and if you remember he was out there for the Oscars with his then wife Marquesa designer Georgina Chapman who mm-hmm. was pregnant at the time which makes mm-hmm. the whole thing even more unseemly and basically both of the women say that in the days before the awards he had shown up at their hotel rooms a few nights before the Oscars and then a few days later, he was at the awards and he was really the toast of the ceremony because that year, Jennifer Lawrence won her first Oscar for Silver Linings Playbook, The Master and Django Unchained, all with multiple nominations and wins. And Seth MacFarlane, the host of the awards, actually made a sort of allusion to Harvey's reputation in Hollywood when he announced the Best Supporting Actress category, he said, oh, and now these five ladies don't have to pretend that they're attracted to Harvey Weinstein anymore. So Seth MacFarlane was making an allusion there to what was allegedly going on behind the scenes. He's actually said that he made the jokes for a reason because he had a friend Mm -hmm. who was allegedly harassed by Weinstein and that he was, you know, very angry at him. So it wasn't just kind of a passing comment. It was something that he wanted to put out there on purpose. Another challenge in this case is going to be picking a jury because there's been so much publicity surrounding the New York case. It might be hard to find jurors who are unaware of Harvey Weinstein and the allegations surrounding him. The Post has reported that There is a jury questionnaire that hundreds of jurors in Manhattan Court are expected to fill out. And some of the questions include, can you assure all parties that you will determine this case based only on the evidence you'll hear in court? Will you be able to follow the court's instruction to avoid all media coverage and not look on the Internet for this case for any purpose? Well, you might remember that Harvey tried to get the trial moved out of New York because he felt like it had been covered so much in the media, there was no way he would get what he called a fair trial. Right. The other note on this 16-page questionnaire does tell jurors, during deliberations, the jury will be required to be in court every weekday. But where, what what would you have, like Fridays, a casual Friday? So basically, the the jury hasn't even been selected, and there are already these like crazy details pouring out of court. And then meantime, you have this L.A. case percolating, possible naked photos of Harvey Weinstein, and the whole thing already seems like a circus. We are only a few days into the new year, and Gwyneth Paltrow is on a charm offensive. We are at the mercy of her full court press. It began with the Golden Globes in a see-through dress. Now we have a trailer for her new show and an interview about her sex life. The Golden Goops. I don't know. You say 2020 could 2020. It's like every year has been the year. No, 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 no. I don't think this so. This is more goopy than the past? Yes. This is the goopiest. The goopiest year yet? Yeah. Maybe. Okay. Why? Okay. Because she goes to the Golden Globes. She presents... She's a producer of The Politician. She wears a see-through Fendi dress showing off all of her Gwyneth body, 
all of the parts that, uh, what's her name, Tracy, her trainer. Tracy Anderson. Tracy Anderson helped get together. Right. Then Monday rolls around. She drops the trailer for The Goop Lab, which is her show on Netflix, which she's uh, standing in something that looks like a Georgia O'Keeffe painting, talking about all the weird projects they do at Goop. And then Tuesday, she gives an interview to Harper's Bazaar. All about her love life and what's going on with her and Brad Felchuk. Well, I remember, Maggie, that back in 2018, I actually had reported that Gwyneth Paltrow hinted that she was going to be doing a Goop TV show, but she didn't elaborate on what the specifics were. The specifics are this. Yeah, what are the specifics? (laughs) It's a six-episode series that drops January 24th, and it features a team of researchers, doctors, and alternative health practitioners to discuss their experiences with various wellness practices. So in the trailer, we're seeing like a vampire facial. We're seeing uh, people looking at their own genitalia under lights. We're seeing Gwyneth speaking very candidly. Something else that I think that's interesting is that when you- Wait, a vampire facial and people looking at their own genitalia under, this is like a nightmare. Not at once. Like Rosemary's baby too. Gwyneth's baby. (laughs) (laughs) This is Gwyneth's baby, goop. So she's like sitting around with these ladies, kind of like, you know, shooting the breeze. And she's swearing, which I think is interesting. Last year, I was at South by Southwest and I saw her speak- during a, a panel and she cursed so much I could not believe it. So it was like very refreshing to see Gwyneth speaking freely even on Netflix. Yeah. Wait, so they're sitting around and looking at their own genitalia. Is that in the trailer? Yeah, they're not all doing it. It's not Gwyneth, it's someone else. But they talk about having never looked at yourself. Oh, right, right. Yeah, I try to avoid it at all costs. <laughs> <laughs> so it's Goop Lab. Yep. And it's them in in the Goop lab. It's like the bat cave of Goop and they're just doing their goopy things together. Yeah. Gooping it up. So what kind of show would you compare this to? Like what is already on TV that's like this show? Is it like riffing on any format that we're familiar with or is this a totally original It seems just like another reality show where they're trying stuff. Maybe it's like Mythbusters for the wellness set. Got you know? it. And, and they follow the, they do they follow the goopsters the they the do staff? yeah Gwyneth is involved I believe her editorial director or the head of her site is involved and they're just trying different stuff that they write about sounds good I have sounds to say. goop sounds goopy I mean she is I have to hand it to her like as much as I want to hate on the whole goop thing and it's so easy to make fun of which is Wonderful. I mean, she is kind of a master of mm-hmm. branding and media manipulation. Like yeah. you just mentioned how all of these things dropped. What did she say about her love life? So she gave this interview on Harper's Bazaar where she talks about being married to Brad Falchuk. And you might remember that they didn't live together until recently. Right. Yeah. They never moved in together. They just got married and lived separately in L.A. Yeah. The ultimate relationship. So in her cover story, she joked, so our sex life is over. I really, I thought it was really interesting how resonant that was for people. One of my best friends was like, that is my dream. Don't ever move in. Wait, her sex life is over because they moved because in. Because they moved in. She said that her living... Her sex life ended when they moved in together. I think she was joking, but she says that living apart helped with preserving mystery and also preserving the idea that this person has their own life. Yeah, totally. And then, you know, that's true because how often are you with your spouse and then after sex you can just go home? <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> While I am home. I got laundry to go. I guess I could go 
there's the couch, but that, you know, but that's where you go when you're in a <laughs> spat, I guess. So then you're there and you're just like, here I am. Yes. She said that person. they took the first year of their I mean, marriage. I don't feel that way. I'm just imagining. <laughs> I'm trying to get into the. Ian, you are guaranteeing your spot <laughs> on the couch with every passing moment. You better be careful. <laughs> So she said that they took the first year of their marriage to, quote, let the dust settle with all the changes in their lives. You know, she has no dust. She has children and so does he. So maybe that was a bit of a growing pain, adjusting to that blended family scenario. But she's blended all these other family members like Dakota Johnson. Yes, Dakota Johnson, who is the girlfriend of Gwyneth Paltrow's ex-husband, Chris Martin of Coldplay. So she talks about like loving her i can see how it would seem weird because it's sort of unconventional but i think in this case just having passed it through i just adore her i always start to think of the ampersand sign what else can you bring in instead of being resistant to or being made insecure by there's so much juice in leading into something like that there's so much juice juice and ampersand she's got that juice it's so funny because i feel like she's such a master at like she knows what she's doing when you read that quote i felt such a mixture of kind of it's a it's a weird thing of like hating on it so much it's so annoying mm-hmm. but then also you, you feel kind of envious of it because you're like man I wish I was that like open-minded and cool and goopy I feel like she's one of a kind she speaks in like inspirational quotes in a way that a lot of celebrities are doing now like everything is yeah, a soundbite. Yeah, it's like everything well that everyone aware. writes on Instagram is all just aspirationally mm-hmm. Gwyneth. Yeah. I mean, she's cool, though. She won. She won. I she's give gooping up. all the way to the bank. Gooping all the way to the bank. Fresh off his Little Women press tour, Timothy Chalamet has landed another big role. I didn't know where you were going with that. Fresh off his Little and my mind was <laughs> filling in the blanks. Press Timothee, tour. fresh off his little women <laughs> press tour, Timothée Chalamet, the little man. He's not coming little. Through. He's he quite tall. He right? is? Isn't he lanky and tall? I guess. He's mm. floppy here. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so Timothy Chalamet has just been cast in a movie to play Bob Dylan, specifically about his transition to the electric guitar. That's right, Maggie. As you know, Bob Dylan was poised to become folk music's biggest star. Mm-hmm. And then he sort of rejected that mantle and plugged in and started playing with the band and embraced rock and roll. So you might know this, but this project was originally at HBO. It was supposed to be an HBO movie. And Timothée was quietly attached to it. It was a very quiet little Timothée. But the project fell out at HBO once there was a regime change there and at and bought Time Warner. This movie that will star Timothée, Tay-Tay Chalamet, will, um, he's going to play Bob Dylan. It's directed by James Mangold, who most recently directed Ford versus Ferrari. Mm -hmm. But he also directed the Johnny Cash biopic. Walk the Line? Walk the Line. I almost said Walk Hard, which is the the Johnny Cash. He didn't direct Walk Hard. He directed Walk the Line. So that's sort of, I mean, that was a, 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 a sort of well-received biopic. 
Reports have said that Timothy is currently learning guitar. He's taking guitar lessons, both acoustic and electric, for this project. But it's unclear if he's going to sing. So that's one thing that I'm interested to see is, is he going to try and do the Dylan singing? The Dylan's longtime manager is one of the producers of this thing and mm-hmm. is involved in it. And so the Dylan songwrites come along with the project. So they're going to be able to include all the Dylan songs. But is Timothy going to be able to be like, you know, and like do it to the max? <laughs> I hope they, so. You kind of got to do it. Like at this point in his career, he's got to go full method, full method, Timothy. He's 24. He has a long career ahead of him. He's got to try. Even if it's not great, he's got to give it a he's shot. He's got the hair to play Dylan and he's he got the tude. He's got the tude. You might remember in 2007, the biopic I'm Not There had a lot of big names playing Dylan. Christian Bale, Kate Blanchett, Richard Gere, Heath Ledger. That was a lot of people. Yeah, that was like an experimental film, though, that I think was kind of like people thought it was going to be this Dylan movie, but then it had all these different characters who were reincarnated Mm. from Bob Dylan. Mm -hmm. I remember when it premiered at Sundance, and yeah, it was like kind of a confusing thing. But... Um, the other thing about Timothy though, that could be interesting is now he's getting into the sort of the rock star mode and apparently this film's going to be shot relatively soon. He has a few, he has like a theater project lined up at the old Vic and then he's going to do this movie. Um, but he might, there are indicators that he might be single. Oh, such as? Yeah. Or just sort of rumors burbling up. Um, so He's been dating Lily Rose Depp, right? Because they starred in The King together in which he had to cut his amazingly Mm. beautiful, tussled, floppy hair into that weirdo medieval bowl (laughs) cut that people were freaking out about. But he still was dating Lily Rose Depp, Johnny Depp's daughter. But the other night at the Golden Globes, there were some hints that maybe there's trouble In... in the kingdom. Trouble in Paradise. Trouble in Paradis. Oh, yeah, Vanessa Paradis. Trouble in Paradis. <laughs> because Timothy and Lily Rose Depp were both at a CAA party, mm-hmm. according to one report. And this kind of got like buried in like E! News did a bunch of coverage from all the parties. And it was like literally like the last line of their CAA party report said that they were both there, but she was sitting at a table with like friends and he was up and sort of doing his own things. And then she just left without him and left on her own and then there was another report that said that she was photographed out with cole sprouse whoa of the show riverdale uh-huh we reached out to their reps we have not heard back but another report says that lily rose depp and cole sprouse are just friends but he might be playing dylan and single which seems sounds like, like a winning combination to be cast in that role single and to look like that <laughs> Well, that's it for this episode of We Hear. To hear the latest We Hear episodes, be sure to hit subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or any of your preferred podcast platforms. You can find more of the hottest celebrity news and gossip by signing up for our newsletter and by visiting page6.com. We'll be back tomorrow with more Page 6 exclusives. See you then.